Welcome to My Heart Songs podcast number 177, Windy Days, Winding Thoughts. I'm feeling a bit uninspired to do the podcast this week, in part because of the relentless dry, hot winds that are sticking around for way longer than normal. Not inviting to be outside in all the national forests and even city trails are closed because of fire danger. I did enjoy cherry picking and then an arroyo walk with a friend in the early morning cool, but the driving winds and the smoke that seems to settle in during the night are taxing on the psyche to say the least. Irritable, jittery, and distressed come to mind. Hardly fertile ground for creative musings. Normally, the sounds of wind and falling rain and bird chatter, even distant rolling thunder, have a calming effect. Safe inside a sturdy shelter, such sounds are less threatening than human-made noise. They allow me to tune out, and their soothing nature doesn't require much direct attention, easily transporting me into relaxed mode. Ginormous gusts, blustering blasts, and squealing squalls do not have the same effect. I discovered the book Heaven's Breath, A Natural History of the Wind by Lyle Watson years ago, in which he categorizes various winds from around the world and how they influence the lives of animals and local human-animal culture as well. One of those phenomena that exist everywhere and nowhere, Gaia's breathing transports energy, information, warmth, cold, water, insects, seeds, and dust as it aerates our lovely planet. The famed mental health-challenging Sirocco arises in the Sahara and can reach hurricane speeds as it incessantly drives itself across from northern Africa beyond the Mediterranean to southern Europe during the summer. One of my favorites is the Pamparo, the Spanish name for a polar wind that poetically makes all the noises of a human in various states of excitement. The range of our vocal expression is enormous. We grunt, sigh, moan, and ululate our way through life. This medley of emotional release originates within a primitive brain section and is often unconscious. How wonderful it is to find yet another region of ourselves that is mostly unknown territory. Like the wild and explosive pamparo, the diversity of internal voices waiting to be unleashed is astounding. Generated within every nook of our emotional closets, such sounds emerge in dramatic bursts of turmoil and pleasure. Such pulchritudinous bounty. Evocative utterances are our inner thunder. They herald sweet release and the dissipation of tension. Dynamic instability predominates as these fervent forces permeate our surroundings. It's as if our body is being wiped clean from inside, the way a swirling wind removes and scatters debris. So, I listen to the wind and hear within it my own murmurings. It seems to invite that far-eyed glassy look that is an integral part of gazing vacantly into the distance, which the Japanese, in their creative efficiency, simply call bokketto. The wind supports me in rattling my own cage, pulls me out of circling the wagons of illusion with rationalization and self-protection, often with the ends justify the means as a mantra. Bocchetto summons me to examine those nooks and crannies where I might have made rationality a god at the expense of my vitality.
Its wild and crazy nature refuses to condemn my passionate primitive energies to an underground existence, the life I live and the one I've forgotten. It urges me to welcome fathomless darkness and sidereal silence, to let go of control and its sidekick, the fantasy wish fulfillment of illumination of a possible path forward. Strong winds are their own form of time machine, suspending the normal ticking of clock time, beckoning me into the more ethereal planet time. I know I've sometimes felt that I've been cheated out of time on my journey, particularly when heavily engaged in future tripping, thinking, planning, acting towards a more stable, appealing future that simultaneously is quite capable of robbing me of the present. And it is indeed miraculous that I continue to be granted any time at all, even if it falls short of my oft-desired unlimited supply. I can survive for a short time without water, food, money, shelter, yet the quality of attention, discussed at length in Podcast 137, is a cornerstone of being alive. Energy flows where attention goes. Always good to remind myself of that basic reality. Whatever captured my attention moment to moment in some ways becomes my legacy, what my life has really been about. And although the winds often scatter my attention into some unfocused realm, I do have the power to invite the inner glow of gratitude to fill me throughout the day, simply by switching my attention into acceptance, appreciation, awe, or amusement. To remember the superiority of attention over the will as the ultimate tool of self-transformation, all about skill power rather than willpower. The winds rage as developing clouds bring the promise of some welcome rain. In honor of the upcoming summer solstice, I embrace the light, the hope of a new day dawning, and close with these beautiful sentiments from David White from his poem, Blessing for the Light. I thank you, Light, again, for helping me to find the outline of my daughter's face. I thank you, Light, for the subtle way your merest touch gives shape to such things I could only learn to love through your delicate instruction. And I thank you, this morning waking again most intimately and secretly, for your visible invisibility, the way you make me look at the face of the world so that everything becomes an eye to everything else, and so that, strangely, I also see myself being seen, so that I can be born again in that sight so that I can have this one other way along with every other way to know that I am here. Thanks as always for listening, and remember friends and family can easily sign up at myheartsongs.org.